I think last night was one of the lowest, most difficult moments in modern sports history. Painful, painful moment. As a young 24-year-old brother named Damar Hamlin, who we've now learned is just a brilliant, smart, good kid. I'm, I'm, I'm 43, so 24. Uh, my oldest daughter's 23. And so he went into cardiac arrest after a hit. He's a defensive player. It's, I think, like a one in a million kind of situation. I mean, there have been millions of hits. And in the NFL, they cause damage, permanent damage to bodies. But after a hit, it, he went into cardiac arrest right there on the field. And it was painful to watch. And it was certainly painful for everybody there to experience including DeMar's mother, who was there at the game. I just want us to talk about it. I, I want to talk about what it means to, to have this happen. Um, I was explaining it to all of my kids who were immediately uh, devastated and, you know, just couldn't believe it themselves. And so this is one of those episodes where I just want us to talk about it, all right? I'll unpack and explain some things, but I'm glad to be back. It's 2023. Hope you're already having a happy new year, all right? This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Happy New Year, my friends. I am so glad to be back here with you. It is 2023. Uh, man, I don't know. I, I remember when 2023 seemed like the space age. <laughs> In the 1980s, when the when I heard somebody say 2023, or if they did a movie that was like far in the future, they'd make it 2023. Uh, we're living in it. It's it's not nearly as glorious as I thought it would be, <laughs> but uh, but we're here. We're alive. We we not only have have breath, but life. And this is an episode where you know, I just want to remind us that a young man, a twenty four year old, who uh, a brilliant brother, college graduate was drafted in the sixth round by the Buffalo Bills, which is not super high. It's still, it's something. But fought his way onto the team, became a starter. And last night, in some ways, made an impact play. Just five or six minutes into the game, DeMar Hamlin made a strong tackle on a, a Cincinnati Bengal wide receiver. And... I've seen a lot of collisions and as far as horrible collisions, my son and I both were saying this, I've seen if I had to rate 500, like that would be in the low 400s, you know, like I, at the time when I saw, it, I was like, Oh man, I hope this brother's not hurt. But the hit didn't seem like it was, you know, as horrible as it did turn out to be. And, you know, he stood up. And 
then immediately, you know, passed out, went into cardiac arrest, we now know. And uh, there's some really brilliant, you know, I think, sometimes I thank God for social media. It's mainly evil. (laughs) But um, a doctor said right away that he thought he knew what this was before he had been diagnosed. A doctor who was watching it said he thought immediately that he saw what looked like someone going into cardiac arrest. And, um, you know, on the field, it's been confirmed that CPR was performed, but it seems like um, they may have even had to do some other things to resuscitate him. And right now, Damar Hamlin is in the ICU at the best hospital in Cincinnati that has a level, the only one that has a level one trauma center. And thankfully, he was eight minutes away from that hospital. Um, It serves the entire region. He's getting amazing care. Um, People who know that hospital well told me, you know, you you couldn't be in a better place. Uh, Cincinnati is known for having its great hospitals. It's Children's Hospital. It's a great, has a great medical community there in the city. And, And yet, all of us understand that if a man was not breathing for a minute, some people are saying it was five minutes. Um, somebody else said it was nine minutes. However long it was before he was resuscitated, that period of time is incredibly damaging for the human body. And we don't know. We, we know his condition is critical. And you do the math and think, will this brother wake up? And last night I was watching um, Ryan Clark, a a retired NFL player, brilliant defensive player himself for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who also had a catastrophic injury in his career. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Ryan Clark and so glad. I love his podcast, The Pivot. And um, and I love seeing him on ESPN. He's a serious brother and uh, one of the smartest guys in sports commentary, period. Just incredibly smart. So much experience. He happened to be on air last night and Ryan was just in a moment that's unlike anything that's happened in professional sports. There have been some plane crashes and other horrible things that have happened to sports teams. But to see a player go into cardiac arrest on primetime television and and see people suddenly start to value this young man's humanity was something. We have a quick word from some of our sponsors. We'll be right back. I wanna I wanna tell you what I mean by what I just said about something flipped, something changed quickly when people understood the gravity of the situation. I'm going to tell you what I think it is. We'll be right back. I could never say any of this better than Ryan Clark did last night. He was just masterful. I, you know, I tweeted, like, if there are any awards for what, Ryan did with his coverage last night. He deserves all the awards. Just, it was special. And um, ESPN cannot pay this man enough. Like, I'm, you know, 
That's how hard I'm going for how special I thought he was last night. And, you know, he even he unpacked how, in some ways, players are, they're just a commodity when you're a fan. They are, I don't play fantasy football, but they are fantasy points. They, when they're not playing well, you, you, you cuss them out and dehumanize them. And, you know, like last night was a big, big game. Both teams are vying for a playoff position. Both teams have amazing quarterbacks. Like I was looking forward all week to that game. And, you know, it looked like it was going to be a special, special game. And in that moment, you're not seeing these men as husbands, fathers, sons, brothers. Um, DeMar was the CEO of, of his own foundation, which was doing great work. And people have now given millions of dollars to it, which is beautiful. But, you know, a switch was flipped where these guys even stopped being Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals. And for everybody in that moment, you just saw young men. I saw brothers that were screaming and crying. Brothers that buried their faces in towels just to to hide their tears because they all surrounded DeMar in a circle so that cameras could not see it. But inside of that circle, something horrible was happening. They were resuscitating what was, in essence, a dead man. A man who was not breathing. And, I mean, I knew right away before they showed any of the images or videos of how upset the team, the the players were. My son and I saw the Bills coach, who's a, a serious guy, and saw the tears welling up in his eyes. And I knew right then, like, because I've never seen that. NFL coaches are notoriously stoic when it comes to that level of emotion. And it just reminded me of how fragile life is, how fleeting life can be, how much we we think it's promised to us, but it's not. It, we, we have no idea what tomorrow may bring. And these guys, you know, DeMar's mother was there. And my son, we were driving, um, and my son told me, he said, Dad, you know, that must be awful. Of course. But I told my son, which, which surprised him, I said, son, I would much rather be there than not be there. I, it would be hard if his mother was in California watching on television and then had to, you know, take a whole day to get back to her baby. I would rather be there. And while that is just excruciating, I'm glad that his mother was there and was able to be with him every step of the way. And I don't, I know how America is. You know, we can have moments that make you say like, damn, People are putting aside their differences to, to hope and pray that this man is well, to, to root for his recovery and not anything else. Uh, people from different races and classes and backgrounds and political parties 
I know it won't last. But just for a moment, you got a glimpse of what this country could be. Um, We tend to make worse choices on what this country will be. But now is a time to, if there is any chance of recovery, you would hope that a professional athlete could make it. But it, it calls into question the brutality of the sport. You know, it is, it may be the most brutal American sport. Obviously there's MMA, and, and, but football may be worse. Because these guys, you know, where in UFC you may have two or three fights a year. These guys in essence have, you know, sometimes 18, 19 games and each one of them is a full-on brawl. And that's like 19 fights. And so just the wear and tear. I don't want to say that this was bound to happen because I don't, I don't know that. But it's just another, another story in the brutality of the game. And um, I don't know what can be done to fix it. And, and yet, we're fans. And it's the constant... American dilemma of loving something that maybe we shouldn't love. Listen, I've got to run. It's a a good day, but a busy day for me. um, I love and appreciate all of you. I'm so glad to be here and uh, so grateful for your support. If you're not yet a member of the North Star, please go to the Northstar.com and join today. Please support our sponsors. Continue to go to Spotify and Apple and make sure that you subscribe. Hit subscribe to The Breakdown with Sean King. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day, We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone.